all right all right we are live we are recording we are live it's it's, it's, it's about that time <laughs> welcome to uh episode 47 47 of a good exchange podcast yep i'm your host malik good as always to the left of me the unofficial official co-host Stephen good is here back to the left yeah of yeah back to the left last week he was across from me now yep. we're, we're we're back to the left back to the left <laughs> uh across was cool it was just uh it was like a little too across <laughs> so i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't very comfortable in the chair right. last week and um i think i need to like charge my phone or i don't know but yeah he's back anyway. to the left of me <laughs> dad how you doing how's your week week is going well no complaints ain't no feeling complaints. good feeling good feeling good like i should like i should yes sir it's been a good week for me too it has been a good week um the sun is back out. Well, it came out for, <laughs> for very yeah, briefly. Yeah, it came out for about like an hour today, and yeah. I was like, "Man, I was like, man, it looks good outside." Well, I saw it for about ten minutes. Well, not even ten minutes, really. Maybe like six minutes. Yeah. So. Well, where you work at, it seems like that's like where all the rain usually is. Yeah, <clears throat> like out here in the north, we'll get the rain, but like it never just—it seems just to be like a normal amount. Yeah, but it always seems like Central Houston, like Galleria area, or I always think of like by the church. That's yeah. why I always think like that's where the rain really, really, really hits. Possible. So I don't, I don't know. But Could be some truth to that, but you know, we won't have any way of proving that. But hey, yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. I have a theory that it, you could be Central right. Houston gets all well because if you think about Harvey, like where we were at, didn't really flood too much. No. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, like all the near Harvey, all the all the rain, it was all over, but people i knew that were, yeah it was you know near central houston southwest so but thank god this storm wasn't too too bad no not for us yeah i don't. I mean it, it did do some damage you mm-hmm. know so you know of course we want to lift up those people who had properties damaged and yeah, i don't yeah. think there was any loss of life that i know of yeah yeah, but, yeah. you know but uh, still yeah it kind of kind of just came and went the storm yeah there was a, a house in spring i believe where the uh, a tree had fallen through the garage and so oh, again wow. like i said thank goodness no one was hurt but it did right. do some substantial damage oh, yeah, to the yeah, garage yeah, so. yeah 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 so yeah hopefully uh <clears throat> like i said i'm just glad everybody is okay at the uh at the end of the day yep. but it's been a good week good week so far the week is almost over um which i'm looking forward to the weekend same here always always looking forward to the weekend yep. to, to be honest but this week uh this weekend should be should be fun yeah i'm, I'm kind of on the fence because uh you know we <laughs> had a i had a few extra days off this week you yeah. know i was on vacation last week i was supposed to go back to work monday but you know some things delayed that uh-huh. and so today was my first day back at work so i'm debating whether I want to volunteer to go into work Saturday, although I'm scheduled off. Oh, right, Or if I right, should just right. go ahead and take that off day. Right, so, you yeah. know. But. I don't know. Usually, like, whenever I do that, when I'm there, I'm like, I should have stayed home. <laughs> like, yeah. But it, it's, I think it sounds good in your head. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then when you get there, you're just like, eh, I, I think I want to go. Well, home. one thing about me at my job is that is that there's never a dull moment. And, ah, okay. you know, we don't have any what we refer to as downtime at, at my job. Right. It's like once I walk in the door... You know, I I hit the ground running. And, yeah, and, pretty, you know, I, I don't mean it literally, but yeah. it's like my day takes off, and from the time that I get there to the time that I leave, I'm I'm into something. So yeah, that, that's huge. That's how it is in my job. Like once I get there on the truck, it's just kind of like nonstop action yeah. until uh, we have a 15 minute break at like right. two hours in, and then we have a lunch yeah. break uh, at like three hours in. But 
that's like the only time you know and and all the the time that i've spent at my job i can almost count on one hand how many times i've actually taken a 15 minute break (laughs) but you know that's just how it is you know at my job i'm so busy yeah if i take a 15 minute break then i gotta catch up you Mm -hmm. know so it's almost pointless yeah yes yes there's no point yeah Yeah. you know and so and then you know of course with me being on vacation this week i got a lot of stuff to get caught up on so that's that's the only reason i'm considering going in on saturday because that would allow me the time to get caught up on some stuff yeah yeah But, but if you see me on Saturday morning, don't be surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, know, I mean, I haven't made it in my mind. It's yeah. not set in stone one I, way gotta, or the other. Yeah, you got to wait till like Friday. Yeah, you got to exactly. see how you feel in after exactly. work Friday because there there's been some times at work where they'll be like, uh, "Can you come in tomorrow?" And I'll be like. I, I let, I'll be like I'll let you know about tonight yeah. <laughs> and then how I'm feeling that night I, that'll determine because yeah. I used to just be like yeah I can come in yeah and then then later that night I'll be like man I should have just stayed right. home so yeah that that's pretty that's pretty funny yeah. I um I had a good week good weekend um I can't remember <clears throat> what I did this weekend I just chilled no no I didn't chill <laughs> I uh shout out to Bree Bree uh my good friend I met Bree like maybe six. Seven years ago? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She came uh, at Hope and Life Conference. Um, she came into town. She's not from Houston. She came into town this weekend and got to catch up with her. Um, so it was good to see Bree and her, and her sister and some of her friends. Um, and then Sunday hung out with Adrian. We hung out, watched the game, had a real, real fun Your day. Your normal crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Your normal, road dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they used to call it back the, in the day. The usual suspects. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was pretty good. Good weekend. Good week so far. Yeah, Just chilling. Um, but yeah, um, we do we have a topic? We have a topic. We I do think. have a topic. We do have a topic. Yes. We uh, <clears throat> yesterday you asked me if I, <laughs> yesterday you asked me if I had any topics. I did, and I said no. <laughs> But I kind of did, but I just didn't remember at the time. And then was that today you asked me, or you sent that me? Was this morning. You I sent guess. me a topic, yeah. and, and we had we had already discussed it. And then I had thought of one. Um, <clears throat> came to my mind was insecurities. Insecurity, that's a deep one. That was a thought. Yeah, that's and a I deep was, one. And I was kind of like, man, we've been talking about relationships the last three weeks or so, two mm-hmm. weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And normally for me, that's where I think I hear the most about people and their insecurities Mm -hmm. is in relationships relationships and um but i think you can have insecurities in in, you know in any situation oh man yeah work you know wherever wherever the case may be so that what what is your what are your thoughts on 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 man insecurity that's like i said that's that's a deep one man yeah as a guy who has struggled with insecurities in my life before i can yeah. can say that it is a you know, it is a deep one. you know unfortunately you and i both we get to see insecurity every day up close and on a personal level because you know we were just talking about your sister and that seems to be one of the things that she struggles with mm-hmm. is being she has an insecurity complex you know she doesn't seem to know how to value herself and so yet she doesn't recognize how valuable you know she is and so your mom and i we are constantly trying to affirm her and then we are trying to get her into a a place where she affirms herself and i think that's a big part of insecurity is like learning to accept the things that you may not necessarily be all that strong in doing you know right but uh, that doesn't mean that you're less than it just Mm -hmm. means that it might be something you may need to just 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 work at or it may not just be for you period you know but you know I, i was thinking about that 
that topic as you you know when you sent it to me and we and you said that's what was going to be our topic of discussion and I was just kind of thinking about it and I just kind of feel like you know insecurity is just a a, a vehicle that the enemy uses to keep I won't even say just believers but but yeah, just, just <clears throat> but I'll people. just say that he'll keep that's an instrument that he uses to keep people from achieving their, their best life right or their their destiny or their goal mm-hmm. or their their god-given destiny you know mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like being in a in a prison. It's like you're imprisoned in your own mind like because a, you, you're imprisoned by your own thoughts, by your doubts, and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Would you say it's like a prison to yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're imprisoned in by our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And man, I wish I could say I had an answer on how to <laughs> how how you know we break out of this thing. Yeah, you know. But I'll just say that you know I believe that it does start with. Uh, affirming yourself mm-hmm. and recognizing that you do have value. You know, there are people around you who do love you, you know, whoever those people may be. Mm-hmm. They may be your family members or it may not necessarily be your family members. It may be someone else who is not specifically a family member, but you have that family type of love. Right. And so I think we have to surround ourselves with people who, who love us, <clears throat> you know, people who are going to help keep us accountable but yet, at the same time, people who value what we bring to the table. Right. And then I think we have to understand that, you know, I am important and that mm-hmm. I am valuable. And then, you know, I, I have worth. And I yeah. think we have to realize, you know, what my worth is, you know. And, you know, we, we've talked about that before. It's like recognizing your worth and not allowing someone else to make you feel like you're less than. Right. And so that's where it begins. It's not necessarily where it ends, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like it's. It's one of those things. It's an ongoing process. There's, yeah. it's, I don't think you ever get to a point where you say, I'm finished. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. you never get to a point where you say, I'm finished. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's something that, it's an evolving process. And, you know, every every day brings a new challenge. And like I said, we, we see that every day up close and personal with your sister and mm-hmm. just some of the things that we've dealt with with her, you know. And so it's a struggle. <clears throat> it's, it's a struggle. But, again, it's, it's a, a matter of recognizing your value, your worth. And not letting someone else minimize what you bring to the table. Yeah, I think that's true. I, I know for me, um, like I said, I think I've realized a lot of my insecurities was like in relationships. Mm-hmm. So like I remember a few years back, I was like, I didn't realize, I didn't, I really, really didn't realize how insecure I was until like after the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like the stuff I used to get upset about or the stuff like how I wanted the relationship to operate. I was like, what was I doing? But yeah. I realized that I was just, I was moving out of like insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, there were some things that happened in that relationship that at some points, my insecurities were, were you know, they were valid. Right. But even, even without that, I think I would have just been insecure yeah. regardless. And I noticed that, you know, even in, 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 in oh, I think I can't speak English. The you know, relationship I just had. That's okay. I speak gibberish. <laughs> in the relationship I just had, I I would say I was proud of myself because I I felt like I was, you know, I wasn't as insecure as right. nearly as I was right. in the last one. And I don't really know how I got there. To me, in my experience, it just kind of felt like a <clears throat> like a like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Kind of like like uh, I remember like I say I say it all the time. I remember Jamal and Brian used to always say, like, believe in you. Like, you don't want, not them. And I kind of really adopted that mindset in just every area of my life, like, really thinking, like, like yo, I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and just really, you know, and just really believing that. And I think that was, I didn't even realize it then, but that was kind of like a way of affirming myself. Yeah. And really, really believing that. And so 
for me, it was since then. It's just kind of like there's just a confidence and a and, and like you said, there's a there's just once you really know your worth mm-hmm. and know who you are, what you bring to the table, who you are, and whose you are. Um, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> that was going to be my next point. Once you know that, there's just certain level, like I said, of there's like a there's not an arrogance, but there's like a godly confidence mm-hmm. that you have that you know that. Um, you just that dude, yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. or that or that yeah, girl, yeah. And that if people, you know, want to do you wrong or, or 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 leave out of your life, then that's on them. But you know, that's their L. But there's just a confidence that comes with you know knowing, yeah, who you are and whose you are. You know, I I think I may have mentioned this before, but I have this book by Pastor Tony Evans, who is the pastor of Oak Cliff Bible church in uh, Dallas, Texas. He's Oak Cliff. One of, yeah, Oak Cliff, yeah. One of, one of my favorite pastors. When, you know, when the last time we were in Dallas, I really wanted to go visit his church, but we didn't have time. And so that's one of my goals, to go visit uh, Tony Evans' church. Mm-hmm. But um, he has this book. It's called Let God Use You Like He Made You. And he's talking about uh, being a masterpiece. <clears throat> and he's, well, he's talking about how unique we are. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and oftentimes we want to compare ourselves to somebody else or we want to try to live somebody else's dream or somebody else's life or do something like someone else. And one of the things that he emphasized, he says, don't try to be somebody else. He said, God already has one of those. God already has somebody else. Mm -hmm. You have to do you because if you're so busy trying to be somebody else, well, who's going to have time to be you? Mm. And so you have to make a point not to compare yourself to anyone else. And I think that's where a lot of times we fall into traps mm-hmm. is because we see somebody doing something we may like to do and we may not feel like we can do it that way. Yeah. But it may not be called for you to do it that way. We all have an, an assignment exactly. and we can all be doing the same thing. You know, God gives us our assignments mm-hmm. and we may have very similar assignments, but the way to achieve that goal or to achieve mm-hmm. that assignment may not necessarily be the same. Yeah, so yeah. God has gifted you in a unique way for you to complete the assignment that he has given you. Ooh, yeah. And so you don't have time to try to be someone else because God has already given you an, an mm-hmm. assignment. Yeah. And I think too, it's easy to get caught up in seeing where other people are at or what they're doing mm-hmm. and, and then starting to compare. So yeah. I remember when I was done with internship, some of the things that I were told afterwards, uh, they kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and it made it kind of had me feeling insecure about yeah. how I led. Right. And I remember I started to look at other people and be like, "Well, oh, I need to lead like that. Like I need to be super, like kind of loud and obnoxious, and, right? And just you know, just be present yeah. and just seen all right. the time. And I need to do that. And then so I remember I was trying to be like that, and then one day it was just like. That's not who I am. Exactly. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's that's not yeah, you can't how I lead. Yeah. And then I remember somebody at the church was like, we had dinner one night and he just said, I love the way you lead. Like he was like, you don't try to be in the spotlight all right. the time. He was like, you mm-hmm. just kind of do you. And he was like, I've seen that. And yeah. I think yeah. it's so great. Like yeah. he said, I think it's a great contrast from yeah. most of the other leaders here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I was hot for a few months ago. I was trying to be like yeah. that. But sometimes you just got to realize like you're you and you can only be you yeah you know i can remember when we were still at god's kingdom church and this is you know when i first started preaching and you know and, and i wouldn't say that i was comparing myself but i was just noticing you know the different styles that that i would have when i teach as 
opposed to, to Pastor Derek. Right. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with the way that he preached, but he was more of a line by line, precept by precept type type uh -huh. of preacher. You know, when we would we would have, you know, be in church and we would be studying the word, you know, he would literally go like pretty much line by line. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I'm not saying that there's, there's anything wrong with that. I think mm -hmm. that's great. You know, some people may love that. Mm -hmm. But I found out what works best for me yeah. is that I like learning things. Right. And I like trying to bring things that I've learned and in mm -hmm. a way that it has a new perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, so I try to use like visual aids and things like that. Right. Or I try to go a little bit more in depth as far as like uh, definitions on certain words, mm -hmm. you know. And so that was and that was, you know, the way that I did it. And, mm -hmm. you know, and that may not necessarily work for everyone, you know. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that's that's fine. Exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with either one of those. You know, those both, they're both great ways to, to bring the word. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, Paul, he said that it doesn't matter what people are saying as long as Jesus is preached, you know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it doesn't matter your style as opposed to someone else's style as long as Jesus is preached, you know. Yeah. And so, like, even with, with this pod, you know, I, I tell you all the time, you don't necessarily have to do it the way Joe Button does it. <laughs> because guess what? You have your audience. Yeah. There's people who's going to, who are going to resonate to what Malik Good has to say because what Malik Good has to say, again, it resonates with, with their spirit. Yeah. And so you have your audience. You, you have your crowd. Mm -hmm. And so, <clears throat> again, that's why it's important for us not to make comparisons and, you know, get caught up in, well, he did it this way, so I got to do it that way too. Right. You yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah. and I say this all the time. It's not a one-size-fits-all, Yeah, you know. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you know the Bible. Know, you don't breathe when you talk. Well, you know, I, get, I, get, I guess just, I get a little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know the Bible says to speak those things that be not as though they were. Yeah. You know, so if there's a particular area that you feel like you may be liking in, mm -hmm. again, that's where you affirm yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get into the Word, mm -hmm. you find scriptures that that relate to whatever your area of insecurity is, mm -hmm. and then you stand on that Word. Exactly. And yep. then let the Lord do the rest. Yep, that that's exactly true. I think sometimes to really encourage ourselves uh like the bible says where uh in our weaknesses god's made strong exactly and so we yes. can go to the word and, and see the how god feels about us and, and how mm -hmm. we're a masterpiece and how exactly we're, yep. we're the apple of his eye i read a book a few years ago uh by judah smith called love is yeah i and, remember that but that was a really good book really and good i think book. Like it was the, funny too <laughs> i think in like the first chapter um there's like a quote where he's just like people are always uh, people always think because of their actions or the things they do that they think God is running away from them. But mm. in reality, he's actually running towards us because mm -hmm. God's actually madly in love with us. Mm -hmm. But I don't think any of us will ever, people will ever know that if they take time to read the word and just really see mm -hmm. for themselves. And I think if, you know, if we all take the time to do that and realize how much God loves us, um, how he created us as the apple of his eyes, mm -hmm. masterpieces, then I think our view of ourselves and those insecurities that we have, they might not be as prominent. Yeah. I think there's just it's something cool knowing that, like, God created me. Mm -hmm. Like, I know in a life group a few years ago, I said this, like, <clears throat> it's like when people wear, like, a name brand outfit, like, they feel they feel better because it's like, oh, I got on Louis Vuitton right now. Right. Or I got on, like, Off-White. But if that was, you know, if that didn't have the, the name brand, or if it came from Cotton On, you know, you might not feel that same way. Right. And I think the way you would feel if you were walking out in Louis Vuitton or if I had on like some off-white Jordan 1s, that's the same way we need to feel about knowing that God created us. Mm -hmm. And I think if we just take the time to really go see and research that, it'll really boost people's confidence. Yeah. You know, I just had an interesting thought, you know, and thinking about this thing, I'm talking about insecurity. You know, I'm 
for some odd reason while you were speaking, I was thinking about the tithe. You know, the Bible tells us to, the, in the Malachi, it says us to bring your tithe to the storehouse. And we know what the tithe is. That's like 10% of our earnings. Man, and, I am not good at tithing. Okay, I will be well, honest. <laughs> that's an area of improvement. Again, an area of improvement. I'd be like, if I get this, I'm going to be broke tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But the, the point that I'm making is that, you know, the Bible, in the Bible, you know, the Lord, he's, he's asking for 10% of our income. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one thing that I like about uh, Lakewood Church is that they don't necessarily ask for ten percent. They ask you to bring bring your best offering. Yeah, and so you may not necessarily have ten percent. You may have the ten percent, or you, you may not. Whatever, but bring your best offering either way. And so you know, the Bible tells us that the Lord He loves a cheerful a cheerful giver. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Lord is so much caught up in exactly, really, specifically how much we bring. Right. As long as we bring it, right. but we bring it with the right spirit. Yeah, it's, like it's the heart behind it. Yeah, and so I kind of feel like that's how he feels about not just his stop, but that's the way he feels about his people. Right. I don't think the Lord is expecting perfection. Yeah. Because, you know, if that's the case, then we would always need his grace because mm-hmm. we're always going to fall short. You yeah. know, now the word says to be perfect because I am perfect, mm-hmm. but he, he, he knows that we are just human beings mm-hmm. and we have feelings, yeah. we have emotions, yeah, we're gonna and we're going to have those day. days. That we, that we fall down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So yep. we thank him for his grace because yeah. what his grace is sufficient for us, yes, you know. Sir. But even with our imperfections, you know, the Lord, he still loves us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I had just kind of concluded myself, you know, I had come to this conclusion myself that it's not just in spite of our, our sins that the Lord loves us. But I'm going to say sometimes it's because of our sin that he loves us mm-hmm. because the word says, uh, what credit is it to a man to love only those who love you in return? Yeah. But so we're not defined by our sin. Yeah. But because of his grace, because of his grace, he can look past our faults and see our needs. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, he he's, he's just so good that way. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to be perfect in everything that we do, but we just have to have a, a willing heart, a willing spirit. Mm-hmm. And to seek him. And he said, come all ye who are weary and are what? Who are heavy laden. And, and I will give you rest. Light, right? And so if you got some insecurity and they're burdening you down, mm-hmm. come all ye who are heavy laden. Yep. And I will give you rest. Who's the I? He will. The exactly. Lord will. Yeah. So whatever you're burdened with, take it to the Lord. And I've, he will give you I rest. guess I've never thought about that, like taking your insecurities. I guess whenever I hear that scripture, I just think of like. You know, you might be going through a, a trial or tribulation, like a tough time. But I never thought about taking your insecurities. Well, I mean, you can you God. can take you anything. Know what I mean, I, anything. I, I've never thought about that. That's, well, like I said, whatever good. you're burdened with, and your insecurity is a burden. You know, yeah. I was, you know, I was thinking this morning that it's a stronghold. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like we feel a certain type of way about ourselves. We we don't see ourselves as intelligent enough, or pretty enough, or, or, or enough, fast enough, or creative enough. Right. You know, and like I said, we imprison ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we got to get, well, what your mom would say, we have to think about what, what we, we think, think about. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what I say is our mind is a garden and you get to decide what you what you plant in it. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of just changing your perspective about yourself. Yeah. How do you deal with people that project their insecurities? Like, have you ever been around a person that kind of like. That's a codependent out personality. Of like out of their yeah. own fear, out of their yeah. own insecurities, they kind of project it on you. Yeah. Because I'll be sometimes. 
I used to want to just be like, man, I ain't got nothing to do with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, again. Like, how do you be sensitive to that? Un- unfortunately, that's another thing that we kind of see up close and personal, you know, and I'm not going to name names, but. Uh, <laughs> Dad you just know, uses that- this pod just to, <laughs> to diss people. <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this pod. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that's one of those things, man. And, you know, I don't call that an insecurity. I call that a codependency. And mm. that that's, that's a whole different thing right there, you know. Uh when people project their insecurities on you and then I guess you're supposed to be accepting, you know, and I'm, I honestly personally, or like, uh, there's so, I think there's like, uh, it, it, I guess it depends on like the situation it's projected in. Like, I think sometimes the projection could be for some sort of like, I guess sympathy. Yeah. Maybe. I think sometimes it could even be out of like, out of a jealousy I'm not I'm sure. gonna say I'm gonna say all of the above. Yeah, it might you be know, all you, of the above. You hit the yeah. nail on the head. Yeah. You know, you hit the nail on the head. You know, and so that one takes a lot of prayer. Yeah. You know, that one right there. That that definitely takes a lot of prayer because when people project their feelings on you, I think we just have to be wise and, and recognize. Yeah, I you think know. that's just we always talk about awareness. I think mm-hmm. that's that's one key where we have to be like, all right, you're just projecting whatever mm-hmm. you you feeling on me. So I'll just you know. Let that slide right yeah. right off. I um, insecurities is a it's an interesting it's an interesting topic. It uh it definitely doesn't happen overnight. No, you know? it's, it's a, a, you know like a lot of things we discussed. Yeah, it's a it's process. It's a process. Man, you know? it, it it really is. Yeah. And and like you said, it's something that you probably will have to just deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, forever. You know yeah. what I mean? Whether it's like I said, whether that's in relationships, yeah. at work, or just whatever you're trying to do career wise. You know, there's going to be insecurities in every area, yeah. but well, you know, I'm, one of the last few times that we uh, that we've had church here at the house, I think I can't remember what my lesson was, but I was talking about the serenity prayer, which I have here, you know, and I think sometimes when it comes to insecurity, it's like we might we may not necessarily be able to conquer everything that we come across, you know, some of the challenges that we face, and sometimes right. I think we just have to realize there's something we're just not going to be able to change, yeah. you know. You know, but I have the serenity prayer here, and so I'm going to read this. Go ahead and say that. Then. This says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And sometimes I think we just need to have wisdom, like this says, to know the difference that, okay, you know what, that just is what it is. Yep. And, you know, and not that may not necessarily be our assignment or not necessarily for us to get caught up with. And again it's just it's just a matter of, of taking wisdom and like you said being aware mm-hmm. and uh again just recognizing you know your worth your value your talent and not trying to be someone else but be yourself be what you bring or, yeah. or bring your best self to the yeah table. i think that's the big thing it's just knowing your worth you mm-hmm. know what i mean like and having that just confidence of just really knowing like man like you know i'm that dude like mm-hmm. you know like whatever room yeah. you step in like you know i'm like like we said Deshaun watson always says i'm him yeah like we really gotta have that like who you think you are yeah. I, I am you know what I mean? yeah. like we're not like not in an arrogant cocky but just in a very highly confident way you know yeah. i think that just because I, I used to hear that like you know in sports like the game is really just as important mentally as it is physically and i think in life life is just yeah. you know isn't really important mentally and i think right. if you could just adopt that mindset you know that can do wonders for a lot mm-hmm. of people in multiple areas of their life so they just have a little bit of confidence like yeah. i like i, I always joke about jamal because like now 
you know, he got in really good shape and now he's all over the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool because it's yeah. like, yo, like he might not have had that confidence before. Right. And like now, you know, it's just, you know, the confidence is everywhere. But it's it's, it's really, really cool yeah. to see it. So, yeah. But see, that's I think that's part of the the the, the challenge is like mm-hmm. in, in conquering our insecurities. I think we may have to do it like in small portions right. and maybe just set some goals and say, OK, on this day or this month or this year. My my goal is to do this, right? And then once we achieve that thing, then we can go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's a way that we can dismantle this insecurity issue, you know. And like I said, it's 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 a process. It's not going to be an overnight thing, but you know, yeah. God is good. Yeah, I guess we uh, I might need security, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might need security. Is yeah. that all we have on insecurity, though? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, think I don't so. have anything we, else. We, we went on a few tangents, but I yeah. don't think you know that was. Well, like I said, that, that, was, that was a deep subject. Yeah, it is you a know, deep subject. I think I think everybody probably deals with that at oh, some yeah. point or some yeah, aspect yeah. of their lives. For so sure. you know, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, sports, sports. Here we go. Sports. The NFL week one has happened. Thank you, Lord. Um, <laughs> I know you were excited. About I, I was the excited. NFL being back, I was excited. I um, I saw the last quarter of the Texans game. Me and Adrian mm. saw it out, and um. Texans won, man. We put up thirty-seven on the board too. Well, I'm gonna, I, I, okay, I'm gonna come is, from this a different is, perspective. This is what I told mom. I told mom, <laughs> I heard, for some reason, Dad's been like very negative towards the Texans. He's he's came on the pod and trashed Davis Mills, <laughs> and then on Sunday when I said Texas won, you said. Ah, they played okay, and I was well, like, "Oh, they put up thirty-seven. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say they won. They they had more points. They just didn't lose. Did you watch the game? I watched the entire game. Why are you feeling this way? Well, I feel like it looked like Tyrod Taylor played pretty good. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a decent game. You know, he they, didn't do anything they, to hurt us. They had what two, three turnovers on yeah. defense. Yeah, which They're, is a big improvement from last all year. All the running backs scored a touchdown. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not sure the angle you're gonna come with, but I just kind of feel like you played against a team that has a rookie head coach. Uh-huh. You have a, a rookie head coach who's never coached in the pros before. <laughs> That's one perspective. Then you're playing against a team that has a rookie quarterback at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so we got really lucky on a lot of plays. I mean, there were some interceptions, some turnovers that we were able to take advantage of. But that rookie quarterback put up 321 yards. <laughs> and even in spite of his three turnovers, he put put up 321 yards. And he had now, three TDs. But, you, hey, now you he's, do the, that, he's you, the number one pick for a reason, yeah, though. That's truth, what he's yeah, supposed to do. Exactly. And see, my point is, okay, he's a rookie quarterback putting up 321 yards. You can't, you can't play Tom Brady that way. You, did you see what Dak Prescott did? I did. See 404 that. yards. He did that on on Tampa Bay. On yeah, Tampa on Bay's Tampa Bay. Really good. I'm defense. talking about yeah, a, a really legit defense. Now, again, like I said, Jacksonville they got a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback, and you know, so they and they had a lot of penalties. There are some teams that are like a well-oiled machine. Like the Kansas City Chiefs, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you know, so I I'll take a W any day, you know. Yeah, that I, win that win that's goes what I was the W. Say, like a win is a win. Yeah, a win is I a don't win. Care who out there? It yeah. could be a rookie quarterback. But I just don't feel like we are quite there yet to take on the upper echelon teams, you know. But I'm hoping that I'm wrong. I mean, I, I agree there. We probably can't take on the upper echelon yeah. teams, but I'm gonna be excited with a win. Yeah, I'll take a win any day. And because I mean. 
Deshaun ain't won the first game last year. <laughs> no. So I'm just that's you know, all I'm saying. Like, well, you were last year our defense lost a lot of games. We, you know, Dr. Deshaun came, did what he could. But, we you came know. out there and we did what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And we got the dub. And I'm a big excited because I think that there's a different culture around the Texans organization. It seems like the guys really love this coach. Yeah. I think Mark Ingram's a glue guy for us. He uh, There's a clip that the Texans posted of him just being such a vocal leader. Yeah. Like, talking to the guys, encouraging guys. Like, the confidence that he has. I think he's a prime example mm-hmm. of, like. He had a good game. There's had a, being had confident. Game. Like, they asked him after the game, like, you know, you guys had a lot of doubters. And he was just like, I don't care about none of them people. <laughs> Like literally, he was well, like, that's, you know, like hey, they, you they know. scored a touchdown and he was mic'd up and he was like, "I told y'all, we really like that." So yeah. mm-hmm. I, I love it. So so far, you know, I was, I was impressed. Yeah. I, now I will say this: I was like, "That's a good win." Huh? We put up thirty-seven. I, I will say this: I do like the attitude that we had with our, our new head coach. I, I feel like he brings a different atmosphere than yeah. what Bill O'Brien brought. You know, yeah, yeah. and surely he can't be as bad as O'Brien. <laughs> No. With some of the decisions that Bill O'Brien made, he cannot be nearly as bad as Bill O'Brien, you know. But I do like the enthusiasm that he brings, and you know, so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a a breath of fresh air, you know. And so I feel like the guys they 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 probably will respond to that, you know. And I think yeah, yeah. I think again talking about affirmation, that positive affirmation mm-hmm. that you know that comes from the coach, I think that can do wonders for this team, yeah, yeah. you know. So, so like so I, said, far, I, I hope that I'm wrong about it, what I feel. I think it has done wonders for them because yeah. it just seems to be a much better environment. Yeah, you know, they do like as a matter of fact, I think they gave the coach the game ball. I they did. Yeah. yeah, I think they gave him the game ball. You know, yeah. so so seems good. We got yeah. Cleveland on Sunday. That's gonna be a tough one. Odell is not playing. He's uh, that's gonna be still, a tough one either way. Still, I remember we almost beat Cleveland yeah, last year the, in that really horrible yeah. game when the weather yeah. was real bad. Yeah, but you know Cleveland got close to beating uh, the Chiefs this uh, this past Sunday. They lost by two, and I think that was only because of a, a block punt. The Texans, so, the Texans were up on the Chiefs twenty four zero in the playoffs. Well, we ago. saw that. We know what happened <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, you know, let's was... not let's not discuss that ever again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know, but so far, uh, I'm impressed by the team. I, yeah. I will take the win. Yeah. I don't care who's out there on the field. To me, a win is a win. Well, it's just week one. Yeah. The rookie quarterback put a three hundred yards. Exactly. But well, that's what they the, will they will go watch the film. That's and, exactly what Aaron Brooks said. And they will, one out of sixteen games. Yeah, so, you know, they will be better uh, next game. As far yeah. as I'm concerned. We got a first round by in the playoffs, so the playoffs started today. So <laughs> <laughs> we are undefeated. So. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Bulls on parade, yes, hey, sir. There you go. So I like that attitude. So um, uh, again, like I said, I, I ho- I'm 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 hoping that I'm wrong. I'm hoping that everything you said is right. So, you know. I, I, I think that, I think they're going to prove you right. This yeah, well, year. That, they're going to prove me right well, this good. year. I yeah. hope they do. Yeah. I hope they do, but I'll be I'll be watching either way, you know. Yes, so. sir. We we will be I watching. Will definitely be watching either way because I was. I have to admit, I was pretty excited about watching the game. So I didn't. I didn't think I was going to watch any Texans games. Yeah, it was I, cool. Like I couldn't. I, I couldn't didn't wait. think. I thought the stadium was going to be empty, but there was a lot of yeah. energy in the yeah. stadium. And yeah, hey, we may have to catch a game in camp this year. You yeah. know, now that the stadium's open, we may have to catch a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, my birthday coming up. <coughs> yeah, oh, my, my birthday's before. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of my birthday. <laughs> There's this uh, shirt that I saw oh, boy. this weekend. Harley Davis. So, uh, you know, piece by piece is on Saturday. Oh, so boy. If you wanted to go ahead. Yeah, and, I, I stepped into that one, didn't yeah, I? That's a nice segue. You know, if you want to go ahead and just send over that 60. Uh, well, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, is oh, it? I just got fake laugh. No, that was a real laugh. That was a real laugh. Are you laugh. sure? <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, know. okay. I didn't sound like one. Um, 
Is there anything else with sports? Not really. Uh, baseball. Baseball. Well, uh, playoffs should be coming soon. So yes. Uh, well, that's what so next on, month. Yeah, since October. October so, so. Yeah. Astros are uh, looking good. Astros won the other yeah, night. Yeah, Astros. You it know, it was like they won like fifteen to one. <laughs> you know, I I I don't really watch baseball. I'm, but I'm I'm really glad that the Astros are doing well. But I wonder how many baseball fans are out there are still thinking that the Astros are stealing signs <laughs> because they're doing so well. Now, it's I don't know. I think the thing about that to me is I wish they wouldn't have cheated because of course they're definitely they're good enough to not they, do yeah, that. Like exactly, this team is so talented. Mm-hmm. Like I remember a few years ago, like people used to talk about Houston having like one, just like every team had so much talent. Like yeah. this is like this is when the Rockets had James and Chris Paul, and then the Astros had Altuve and Correa and Bregman. And then the the football team had Deshaun and D Hop and uh, JJ Watt. Like every team just had stars, and it seems like the Astros is really the only team that has kept you know the the majority the core, of the, their the stars. Core, yeah. And they got yeah. some core guys back from the World Series mm-hmm. uh, uh, team a few years ago. Some of them have come back. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, I wish they wouldn't have cheated because they're just so talented. Like they mm-hmm. really, really didn't need to. And it's like crazy because. We were just in the World Series two years ago. We mm-hmm. lost in Game Seven in Minute Maid. Right, like that's crazy. And just to think, we almost made it back last year. We literally did. We come down like oh two oh three and got the series to seven games and just I lost in so, Game yeah. Seven. So, yeah. um, I, I mean, the fans and stuff like wherever they go, they get booed and stuff. But yeah, I think what the pe- people need to realize is like the Astros are definitely not the first team to steal signs. Like there's. A lot of teams do all kinds of stuff all the time all now. The time, like so, yeah. I think the Astros were just like the first team to really, really like it get publicized for. And then mm-hmm. I think just the fact that they won the World Series. Yeah. But I think by the time the World Series started, they had stopped doing that stuff right. anyway. So um, I don't know. It, it's I just wish they wouldn't have. But yeah. hey, I mean, they ain't yeah. take the title away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I feel like that that team was talented to, enough to win another championship without oh, yeah. doing what they did. Because yeah, they, they literally went back yeah. to the World Series two years yeah. later. And, and, and I kind of feel like that this team, this current team, that they're talented enough to win a championship. Yeah, this team is know. pretty talented. I think our, I think our weakness is our pitching because Verlander's been out the whole year. Has he? Yeah, I think that's our only weakness. But, I mean, Jordan has 30 home runs. Bregman came back from injury and is playing well. Correa. Man, I didn't know you were that that well up to on, on your baseball stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I stay up to date with yeah. it. So, but you're a real sports man. <laughs> I am. But yeah, the team the team looks good. So the playoffs soon. Excuse me. I think it's more of a well balanced uh, just MLB this year. Like it, it, you know, I don't know if the Astros are the favorites, but they're definitely up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would love, I would love, love an Astros Dodgers playoff series. Because, you know, that's like the main team that we have the beef with. Or mm-hmm. them and the Yankees. Well, we had mm-hmm. the Yankees last year. We got yeah. rid of them. Right. Um, but that wasn't um, – I don't know if we had the Yankees last year. I but, don't remember. So, I don't remember. But uh, last year the playoffs weren't like in the in the home stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like it, they had it in different – they had like a bubble. Right. So, this year I, I would love to see like <laughs> us and the Dodgers but have it in L.A. and Houston. Because, yeah. you know, that's where – where the fights be breaking, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so, I know those Dodgers fans, they hate oh, that. They hate that stuff. So, uh, it's like every, every chance they get to rub it in about that that sign stealing yeah, stuff, man, they they get they get with it. So. Ever since uh, there's a guy in the Lakers, uh, the Lakers, the Dodgers, his name is Cody Bellinger. Ever since Carlos Correa told him that if you don't have the facts, you gotta shut up, <laughs> he has not played well literally since that <laughs> that like since Carlos Correa said that he is not like just played well at all, mm-hmm. and so. 
it's interesting to to see that. But I, I would love a, a Astros Dodgers playoff series. Like, hey, you never we know. Can go back if. I'm not gonna lie. I would. I had told the boys like, "Yo, we need to have a boys' night at the Astros game one night." Yeah. But now I'm thinking like, "Yo, we could get playoff tickets. Yeah. That would be that would be crazy." But, hmm. Yeah, but you know, go Strohs, man. Yeah, you know, virus. Last time I went to the Strohs game was pretty fun, and then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just. Well, it's it's been some years that since I've been to the Astros. As a matter of fact, the last time I went to the Astros game was. Remember when we stayed over on the oh yeah yeah Suki, I, Suki I, Lee. that lady used and to work I, for the Astros were, yeah our lady across would, the street gave would, us some tickets she would give us tickets man that that was the longest game <laughs> you were having a good time but I couldn't wait for that game to yeah, be over the last game it was so humid in the, there. the oh, last game awful. I went to I missed a little bit of it just because one we couldn't find our seats. <laughs> and then we were trying to find Torchy's tacos in there, mm. but then we realized that they had taken Torchy's out. Oh, so wow. we we had walked all the way up and down Minute Maid <laughs> for no reason. And then the Pluckers line was like ungodly, mm. <laughs> but that's what we chose. But it was a uh, it, it was pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty fun. It the people we sat next to were pretty fun too. Yeah. So that always makes it a little bit better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's that's all on sports. Okay. And let's get to the let's get to the real stuff. As oh, you say, okay. it's time to buckle our seats. Oh, okay. Here, right? Let me strap in. <laughs> The Met Gala happened. <laughs> yes. I know where you're going. Um, Would this have anything to do with uh, Machine Gun Kelly? No. No. Okay. No, this is just my thoughts on the Met Gala. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, do we care about this? I don't even know what like happens at the Met Gala, what it's for. I just know that the, a table at the Met Gala is $30,000. Yeah. And, people, and then they wear, sometimes that, they can wear some pretty outrageous yes, outfits. Yeah, and that's yeah. what it's for. The theme this year was America. Something like that. Yeah, I know it had something to do with America. So. And I, I, I'm not sure what, like... Yeah. Like, Frank Ocean came, and he had a robot baby that was green. Mm, so, okay. I, I'm not sure what that has to do with America or anything. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the Met Gala? Do, did you care? Did you, of course. Did you, no, I, I don't really care at all. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you stay up to, see, course, the, to see the the, the blazing hot outfits? I don't, I don't have $30,000 to spend on a table, let alone $30,000. Yeah. <laughs> Period. Uh, I did see uh, an outfit worn by a key, uh, what's her name? Kiara Russell Wilson. Russell. Uh, uh, gosh, what's his name? Quarterback of the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. His wife Sierra. Sierra. Yeah. Did you see the uh, dress that she wore? Yeah. I, uh, the football like jersey yeah, with dress her, with her husband's number on. I thought that was cool. I thought that was pretty uh, cool. You know. I but did you hear uh, some of, of the? Um, I don't want to say festivities, but some of the goings on at the uh, Met Gala. No, I don't know what happens okay. at the Met Gala. Um, the USC fighter, the the crazy dude. Oh no, that was the Met Gala. That was the MTV Awards, the VMAs. Is that what they was? were back to back nights? The VMAs were on Sunday. The Met ah, Gala, okay. was on oh, okay. yeah, Monday. Yeah. yeah, I did see Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor <laughs> throw and, a drink at Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, and he had to be restrained. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that guy's got some anger issues. I think so too. Apparently, what I heard was that he asked Machine Gun Kelly for a picture, and yes. he said no. And then he decided to throw a drink at him. And then when they interviewed Conor McGregor, he said, "I don't even know who the guy is." And yeah, they were really, like, "Yeah, they don't had, know like, who." Fed it. Photos of him, like, yeah, trying to throw a punch. And look, he he just got his leg broken <laughs> his last fight. I was like, "You about to break your leg again?" <laughs> and I was just like, "Nah, you can't try to pull that. I don't know who that guy is." Yeah. When you asked to take a picture yeah. with him. Now I will say one thing about the Met Gala. Did you see the outfit that Kim Kardashian wore? Yes, like the the thing over with her the face. with the mask. Yes, I did. Yeah. What did you think about that? <laughs> 
Uh, all that told well, me. I didn't know that it was for the Met Gala when I initially saw the oh. photo. All but, that all that told me was that her and Kanye are back together. <laughs> uh, probably so. That's all yeah, that you know, told I, me. I, I thought it was a little bit strange, but you know that's what the kind of stuff that they were at the Met Gala. So yeah. you know they they go all out. So you know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure what the point is. Yeah. I will say some standouts. Uh, I think Steph Curry looks really good. I yeah, like. I, his I didn't suit. see anyone else. So. His wife looked real good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aisha, yes, <laughs> yes, sir. Meet him in the produce aisle. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You won't see him on hands. Yeah, yeah. Aisha, meet me at the produce <laughs> aisle. Uh, yeah, she looked really, really good. Um, there's a girl. Her name is Yara. I think she's on. She's either on Blackish or some one of those issues. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she looked really, really good too. Um, I think I liked Russell Westbrook. He had on like a lesser. I didn't see him. Blue. He had on like a navy blue suit. Uh, he you? dyed his hair blue and he had three mm. white stars in his head. Yo, it's America. It's America. So, oh, okay. I was like, hey, at least he kind of fit the theme a uh, little okay. bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to ask you, like, if you ever it got invited to the Met Gala, what you know, what would be your outfit? I would be the most conservative dude there, you really? know, because I'm I'm going straight lace, Brooks Brothers, Brooks whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 wearing a nice suit and tie. Yeah, gotta have me some nice nice shoes. Yeah, watch and. That's it, man. I don't do that out really? there. I, uh, yeah. I remember a few years ago, um, I don't know what the theme was, but Kanye showed up. He had on like a really shiny like Balmain jacket, and he had on just a white t-shirt under, and he had on these Fear of God jeans. And mm-hmm. this was, and Fear of God is very, very popular, but this like boosted the popularity of the Fear of God I'm jeans because sure. they have like the really big hole, and he had the slits at the bottom, and he just had on Chelsea boots, and that was kind of like one of the most... Yeah conservative outfits like i've seen kanye in ever yeah. and so i was like man that was actually pretty cool yeah. so you know maybe you know, that might be your fit <laughs> uh don't think so but yeah he had in contacts though so like, mm. some oh that's contacts. right yeah i think yeah. i remember that he had on yeah, his, yeah. Uh, those made his eye look brown or silver something. or something like that yeah, yeah I, I, that could yeah, be I, your outfit mm, okay yeah <laughs> let's do it now nah, i i'll be excited because that means if i'm at the met gala then i can afford a thirty thousand hey, dollar table to yeah be there. hey hey you never know because i did dress up at santa claus this past christmas Remember when we had the uh, when yeah, I had the little party outside? Yeah, I remember. I, yeah, you know, so the, gonna, I never thought I would do that. So you're gonna go to the Met Gala dressed as Santa Claus? <laughs> I'm just saying, anything is possible. <laughs> Maybe you can take a picture with Lil Nas X. <laughs> uh, that's a, nah, nah. Oh, that's, man. You know, it's funny you should segue there. It's funny you should segue Uh-oh, there. That's about to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been seeing some photos of him. I'm sure that these things are superimposed. Uh, of him, like with a baby bump. Oh no, that was real. He uh, did that for his album. Well, it's not uh, not really real, but you know. Mm, but he, like that, he did that for the album. Ah, okay, yeah. And so I just thought, okay, I don't really know what to say about Little Nas X. So, you <laughs> know, I have no comment. <laughs> I'm speechless. That's I'm I'm speechless. So you know, yeah, I um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> But hey, Met Gala seems cool. One day I would like to attend just to see what all goes on in there, and, and you know maybe one day I can try to put together a, a Met Gala fit. Maybe we should throw a good exchange gala. One time, hey. one time a few years ago at youth we had a gala. Um, I only say gala for that one. Uh, and we got and we had like we dressed up really, um, but it was like a like nice like it wasn't like like weird outfits. Yeah. It was like suits and ties. Well, remember years ago when your mom was still doing pure cool. Uh-huh. And we had the first pure cool meeting at uh, 
at uh, TWS, uh-huh. and she had you guys like modeling the T-shirts. Yeah. Hey, maybe we can go back to that. Creative Glory Met Gala. <laughs> no, I will pass because that's not that's not Creative anything. To, Gala. That's not anything to do with me. But <laughs> I'm good exchange. <laughs> Well, hey, there you go. Well, whatever works, man. Yeah. Whatever works. So, you know. Yeah, no, nah, but. I, well, I, I got a foot in both arenas. So, yeah, you know, I'm Met Gala. Met Gala. I'm, <laughs> I'm good exchange and creative glory. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I can go either way. That's pretty funny. I'm multi talented. Yeah, well, shout out to the Met Gala. Look, the, that's always like a fun night on social media because yeah. the memes mm, are funny. Yeah. Um, they said ASAP Rocky's blanket looks like he was wrapped in Captain Grunge cereal. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't I didn't see it, but oh, I'm man. sure it was. Yeah, he uh him and Rihanna over there. Yeah. Um but yeah, shout out to the man guy that looks fun. <clears throat> like I said, it's a cool night on social media. The jokes are always funny. So yeah. maybe one day we'll be there, man. You know, maybe so. You never know. You yeah. never know. Well, uh, surely you've heard about uh what is his name? Little little Uzi Vert. Uh no, I did not. Well, I know who that is, but I don't know. Yeah, what, well, what you know, he's he's say. the one who had the uh, twenty four million dollar diamond yes. planted in his, for, to in his, his forehead. forehead. Yes, yes. Well, a fan yes, fans dashed it out. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I can imagine that was painful. I would imagine so. I'm not sure. Yeah, I uh, maybe then he thought this may not be such a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what goes on. I saw where a rapper got diamond. Yes, diamond. Was, I was like, gonna go there next. His name is braids implanted. Yeah, his name was his name is Dan Sur. Like oh, dancer. Yeah, D A N S U R. Yeah, I read. Yeah, I saw that. He's got. Gold chains and or uh, golden necklaces and diamond necklaces implanted into his scalp to replace his hair. Mm-hmm. So um, when you say, I think I've seen just about everything now. I think we can say that. Yeah, I, <clears throat> every day the the celebrities. I'm with, sure that with, was a painful experience with money. Just always seemed just to, you know, whenever they think you, you know, whenever you think that there's just not another level, they take it to mm-hmm. another level, man. And you know, and the thing about it is, like, there's so much homelessness in the world. You, yeah. you would think that all of this money that's being wasted on this kind of stuff can really help change people's lives, but you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. I guess they can do what they want. It's there, so. But. Yeah, I guess so. Um, any music, Dad? Any music you're on? I'm not. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't said Drake's name all pod, and I'm not going to. Well, you just did. Well, outside of that. <laughs> okay. Any new music uh, you're on? Uh, not any new music. Um, um, I am getting back into some John Coltrane. Mm-hmm. So I'm been looking for some John Coltrane. As a matter of fact, he has a release that I wanted to purchase. It's God. He has a. Uh, release it's like it's called it's untitled because they they're trying to they re, they're referring to it as a lost CD, and so it's like un, like all these it's got a, a few tracks on it but they're all untitled you know, and I looked it up to purchase and I thought I don't want to pay that much <laughs> so <laughs> so you get it you just got to get that Apple Music and stream it uh, well yeah but uh, you don't have an iPhone man. You get, well you know I like iPhone like some some of my my jazz heroes uh-huh. I like to actually purchase the CDs because because oh, yeah. like I like to read support. the liner notes mm-hmm. and you know and then I like to you know see who's playing on what instrument and you know a lot of times well you can you can do that on Apple Music too like you can choose to buy yeah. it if you want and they have they have all the like production credits, writing credits, yeah. and stuff too. But yeah. you don't have an iPhone. But I will never be an iPhone person. iPhone. Apple had their next, uh, their last event a few days ago, so mm. new Apple products are coming. But I'm not. You know, I'm going to sound like a real geek here. Yes. But uh, there's a show that used to come on 
uh, TV was one of the different versions of Star Trek. This is the version with Captain Jean-Luc Picard mm-hmm. for all you trickies out there. I don't know any And trickies. there was a race of alien beings called the Borg. <laughs> uh-huh. And they were like part human and part android, part robot or whatever. And basically what they would do is they would just go from one planet to the next and just assimilate that planet. Right. And all the the inhabitants of that planet would be converted into the Borg. And what the Borg would say is is that uh, resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. And so... <laughs> I don't know what he just that, said. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of geeking out here. But that's my 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 perception, perception of being an iPhone user. Like, I am not going to be assimilated. So resistance, in my my mind, is not futile. <laughs> you, you say that so you, you probably you, just lost a bunch of listeners you say that you say that uh you say that until you take a picture your pictures be looking like puzzles <laughs> oh boy they be all pixelated and mine be looking yeah yeah super super clear yeah. so i don't know you might want to copy one of those no nah, i'm i'm an android all the way android i'm still android android so. guy for life man. yeah that's pretty funny yep uh, anything else uh, before we got out of here? We're almost an hour uh, in. Man, really? Yeah. Man, time has flown by. Right there, 52 minutes. Wow. No, I, I don't think I have anything else. I think, um, think I'm good. Damn, I don't think I have anything either. I um, I haven't, I haven't really been watching anything on Netflix or anything right. like that. So, I don't know. I've been, I've been trying to find something. I've been trying to finish watching All-American. Mm-hmm. But All-American, this, that's, this last season has like 30 episodes. Hmm. And Wow, that's a lot. It's just like... All American is one that of those like three seasons. All American is one of those shows that like it's so bad it's good. Like, I know your mom liked it. Like I, I I didn't think I would like it, but it's it's bad. Like the football dialogue is really bad. <laughs> like the football like play is really bad. Like you can tell like these guys don't play football. Right. But a lot of just like the drama stuff that happens right. around just their lives is really really interesting yeah i think that's the only thing that keeps me involved because it's just like oh like yeah. what's gonna happen next but i they should probably just stop playing football <laughs> like <laughs> just making like a, 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 the drama tay Diggs will have like the team come in the locker room and it'll be like nine guys and i'm like this can't be the whole team like, <laughs> like i'm like what are we doing and like like there was one scene where the guy was like we gotta have Double max protection. <laughs> like double I was max. just like, "What are y'all talking about?" <laughs> like they need John Gruden to come and be like Spider Y X banana. <laughs> exactly. No, so I think I... John Gruden would probably step on some toes. <laughs> <laughs> they call him Chucky for a reason. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. But, yeah. Outside of All American, I I don't I haven't really had anything to watch. Yeah. I'm trying to find something to watch. But you know, guess we'll see. Uh, but is that is that it? I want to say that is it. Yeah, I think that's all we got, man. We've talked about a variety of things as we as we always do. Where else is where else are you going to get that kind of versatility from, man? Nowhere else. We give y'all the insecurity talk, and mm-hmm. then we went to sports, and then the Met gets only us, man. Who <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who speaking of insecurities? The TV show Insecure is coming back. Oh yeah, I did see that. Uh, October twenty fourth. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was meaning to tell you that's that. Drake's birthday. Actually, oh, well, what a coincidence. Uh, I think Issa had done something. Like under Drake picture or something. Mm-hmm. So some people are thinking like, y'all think Drake gonna be on the premiere that just so happens to come out on his mm-hmm. birthday? But 
I don't know. I would love to because she she has she's good for getting like a lot of celebrity cameos. Yeah. Uh, on that show, and you know Drake used to act, so <laughs> he's he's actually not a bad actor. Yeah, no, nah, he's not like you no, know, he's pretty funny on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah and some of funny. the uh, some of the music videos that he's done where he's yeah. had like acting clips have been mm-hmm. have been pretty good. So I would like to see him on there. Um, just don't know if it is. Hey, you never know. He might. Insecure is one of my favorite shows. So yep. it's the last season. Yeah. So you know this is going to be good. Oh yeah, I I just hope this season like I wish the episodes are like an hour, like the episodes mm-hmm. are just thirty minutes long. Mm-hmm. And then I think there were only eight episodes this last season, wasn't it? When it just eight episodes? I, I think so. I'm yeah, not sure, so. but uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so uh, this I'm was a, for all the money, as they say. Yeah, this is the last <laughs> season. Uh, you know, I, they got. Hopefully, it goes out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully so. Yeah, I think I can say that Insecure is probably one of my favorite shows, and I'm I'm actually looking forward for uh, Atlanta to come back. Oh yeah, Insecure in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, those two shows are funny just because they're super super relatable Mm -hmm. like they don't really kind of have like a topic like it's just kind of like people just living normal everyday life so it's kind of cool just seeing you know just the different character development Mm -hmm. uh you know just throughout these shows so i'm I'm excited for that and and atlanta super super excited for uh atlanta i can't wait and snowfall go ahead just come back man (laughs) so i'm really really i need snowfall i almost started watching the wire the other day but I was just like, I don't know if I can watch a show that was made in 2002. Yeah, you know, that show was supposedly was really, really good. Yeah, and, people uh, like love that yeah, show. Yeah, and you know, one of the main actors on that show just recently passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, um, no. Michael K. Williams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nah. So, yeah, prayers condolences to, to his family. Yeah, prayers uh, for, for his family. But yeah, yeah I, uh, we'll see. I'll try to, I might try to get into it. Like I said, the hard thing for me is just like making myself sit down and like watch something. I, yeah. just, I just don't stay focused long right. enough, but. Hopefully so, yeah, man. But that's all we got. That's all we got. That's all we got. Dad, you got any shout-outs before we are out of here? Tracy good. You already know the vibes. Malik, Micah, Maya good. <laughs> usual suspects. The usual suspects, so you know. Uh, Let's see. Who will I shout out this week? I will uh, shout-out Bree again. Shout-out to Bree. It was good to see Bree and Cam. Um... I think that's it, honestly. I think that's okay. all all I got. Um, I will encourage people to keep staying safe, wearing your mask, um get your washing vaccine. your hands. Yeah, if you haven't got vaccinated, get that. And uh yeah, that's pretty much all I got, I think, man. You good? I'm good. I'm great. Uh what was that? Episode forty seven? Episode forty seven. That was episode forty seven. Four seven of a good exchange podcast. Uh I go by the name of Malik. It's been love. Thank you for having me. Dad, always, it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Peace out, Houston. Peace out, Houston. We will see y'all next week, man. Y'all have a good one. All right. Yes, sir.